This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Weekend Breakfast, health and wellness. Let's get into our wealth, health and wellness. Are you having allergies yet? I mean, I feel like every morning when I wake up, my nose is blocked. What is the reason for things like that? But it it could possibly be allergy season, right? Especially with the change of season. Dr. Marlon McKay, General Health Practitioner, on the line with us. Good morning to you, Dr. McKay. Thank you so much for your time. Morning, Tejo. Thanks for having me again. So, you know, when we speak about allergies, how do we even define what an allergy is? Some people might just think, you know, I've sneezed and now I've got an allergy. Yeah, so so that's that's very good uh, to start with because an allergic reaction or happens when when your body comes into contact with some sort of trigger agent, we call it an allergen, mm-hmm. something that you could possibly be allergic to, your body then releases a substance called histamine, which then causes the symptoms. So yes, sneezing can be part of it, uh, runny nose, itchy eyes, itchy nose. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the classic symptoms to suggest that you have an allergy. We all sneeze now and again, mm-hmm. but someone who can sneeze incessantly, someone who can chronically have this rub, uh, um, red nose, rubbing nose, red eyes, itchy nose, that is usually classified as an allergic reaction or that person has what we call allergic rhinitis, hay mm. fever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you mentioned then hay fever because that's just one of the kinds of um, allergens or allergic reactions, right, that one can have. There's a drug allergy, there's insect sting allergy. I know with the insect sting, some people get stung by a bee and it's like, almost tickets for them because they are so allergic. But before we even get into the kinds of allergies that one has and how to treat them, how can they actually, can they be prevented? Yes, yes, yes and no. You know, in the sense that if you identify the particular allergen, the substance, that the, the particular thing that causes the allergic reaction, that the prevention then is, is focused around avoidance. So we mm. talk about avoidance of the allergen. For instance, you have to try and avoid bees. The problem is most allergies are caused by the, the, especially the hay fever or allergic rhinitis that we're talking about, is caused by pollen, right? Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult now that spring is coming to avoid pollen unless Mm -hmm. you lock yourself up in the house. But then in the house, you find the house dust mite and fungal spores. If you have carpets and in the bedding, in the bedroom. So then you have the allergies there. Um, And then it's the trees. And then it's the grass. um, And then it's dogs and cats. So it's very difficult to to tell a child, you know, sell the parents, get rid of the cat, get rid of the dog, um, if you want to solve the problem with allergies. Um, so a lot of them, the, the, the focus is around prevention, but it's very difficult to avoid it completely. So because it's difficult to avoid allergies, how then do we treat them? Yes. So so because when your body has an allergic reaction or reacts to a substance that is sensitive to and releases histamine, therefore the treatment that we use are drugs called antihistamines. So they work against the antihistamines. Mm. Um, And these are available in the form of tablets, in the form of syrups, in the form of sprays. And um, steroids also work very well, especially the inhaled nasal corticosteroids. So it's a spray. That, we, that, we, that contains steroids that can be used to control the allergies. And I think this is a very, very important point because a lot of people, when they have allergies, get a blocked nose and they go to the chemist and they take one of these over-the-counter nasal decongestants. Those are for colds and flus. And if you use them chronically, 
mistaking your condition for, for colds and flus instead of allergies, you can actually worsen the condition of the nose and cause more harm. So it's very important mm. that one makes a diagnosis of allergies and treats it correctly and without necessarily just rushing to get over-the-counter cold and flu remedies. Now we'll come to that, right, um, Dr. McKay, as to when do I then go see Dr. McKay to check that, you know, is this really an allergy and to get the tests that may be needed. Is it possible for one to get an allergy later on in their life? I'm giving you an example. I, at some point, had a gluten or was it wheat allergy, right? So I couldn't eat anything with wheat and I, it, it, it became such a sudden thing where I would have a slice of bread and I would become so itchy like my body would become extremely itchy but now i'm happily able to eat anything with wheat is it possible to get an allergy later on in your life and actually outgrow it yeah absolutely the first part is very true you can and for instance we see it a lot in patients who have uh, seafood allergies they Mm. would eat prawns for a long time and suddenly they go to a restaurant and that particular day they develop a severe allergic reaction with swelling of the face and the tongue and the eyes and everything. So, yes, it could be something that you have been exposed to before and then your body gets sensitized to that particular allergen and then you develop an allergy. Usually with the late onset or adult onset allergies, you tend not to grow out of it and and they are sometimes a little more dangerous and so we usually advise patients, you know what, if you know that particular food causes such a bad reaction, rather just avoid it because you don't know when it's going to be a severe one or mm. life-threatening one. Mm. And so we rather suggest that you avoid it. But absolutely, it can happen later on. And it doesn't mean that because you've had something before that you're never going to become allergic to that particular agent. And so then with children, you know, some children are like my niece is allergic to nuts, right? Is it possible to outgrow something like that at all? So, so peanut allergy is quite a, quite a, can be quite a serious thing. And the kids tend not to outgrow that, you know, mm. but they may not develop such severe reactions later on. Um, but the kids, and the kids are very important because of the ma- many, many allergies that they can develop, especially if there's a family history. And it also can go with eczema, the skin condition. It can go with asthma as well. And, and a lot of the times it gets misdiagnosed as colds and flus. And just because a child has a cough, there's a bronchitis. Doctors, you know, overprescribe antibiotics and cold and flu remedies and cough mixtures. So it's important to identify allergens in children or identify allergic rhinitis and treat them safely and treat them uh, with drugs that can work for a long time. Are there people, Dr. McKay, who are just not allergic to anything? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Remember, allergies, the things that cause allergies are normal, harmless substances in the environment. And most of us can tolerate all these substances very, very, uh, uh, without any danger and any risk of causing allergies. Mm. But in cases where uh, um, there have been issues with the gut microbiome, such as uh, cesarean section babies, family history of allergies, early exposure to antibiotics, right? These Mm. can trigger sensitivity and can result in allergic conditions. But for the most part, most patients or most people don't have any allergies. Is it possible to be allergic to medication? Yes, absolutely. I mean, we, the, the most common one is probably penicillin. Mm. Uh, um, and then uh, many of the, the sulfur, sulfur drugs, um, some of the anesthetics are, uh, can, cause, can cause quite severe reactions. So we always have to ask patients about um, sensitivity to drugs or previous reactions. Sometimes, of course, they can mix up a side effect and an allergy. 
You know, if you mm. take an antibiotic and you get a bad diarrhea or even just a rash, people say, no, I'm allergic to it. That was just a drug reaction. It wasn't necessarily an allergy. Mm. So one has to make a distinction between those two. We are in conversation with Dr. Marlon McKay, General Health Practitioner, and we're speaking all things allergies this morning. If you've got a question or comment for Dr. McKay, do give us a call, 0861-987-000. You can also tweet us at powerfm987 at tsehomoachi underscore. So you've mentioned then, you know, that you know, there are allergies that we should really be um, thinking of or, you know, trying to stay away from certain things, but you can't really. Maybe just break down some of the allergies. I, I don't even know if I'm putting it correctly. Dr. Allergens, yeah. Allergens, thank you. Allergens, yeah. Yes, uh, and what are those that people should maybe, as you say, it's impossible almost to stay away from certain things, but what are those allergens? Okay, so you get the, the most common, as I said, was uh, grass, pollen from the grass and flowers, mm. right? Um the trees, especially as they start to bloom now, and then grass. Timothy grass, Bermuda grass is very common in South Africa, especially on the sports fields. Mm-hmm. And then you have your pets, pet allergies, which is the, the cat animal, dog dander, cat dander and the dog ears, cat saliva even. And then you get the indoor allergens, which is the house dust mite and mold in the house, fungal spores in the house. And then, then I think what's also important that can also trigger a worsened condition, we talk about triggers. So it's not necessarily an allergy, but it can trigger an allergic reaction if you have a background of allergies. This is cigarette smoke, dust, the extreme cold temperatures or change in temperature, humidity, wind, then there's air pollution, and then things like perfumes, you know, the hairsprays, the odorants, colognes, and fumes from, fumes from, from smoke, like fires and prize. Um, and those can also trigger an allergic reaction. So by and large, those are the most important allergies that we get with regard to hay fever. And, you know, it is important, that particular one with the dogs and cats as well, the the pet allergies, um, because, you know, you find children wanting to play and then you find out in that way that they actually have an allergy. Are tests necessary for allergies, Dr. McKay? Yeah, so not always, not always necessary because the, the diagnosis can be quite clinical. So you have the, the parents will tell you if there's the sneezing, itch, itchy nose, itchy eyes, watery red eyes. Classic. You can mm. make the diagnosis. Mm. If the parent tells you, look, my child is fine the moment the cat is near, the moment he plays with the cat, gets an allergy, starts sneezing, then you know it's a positive identification. That's the positive link. So allergy tests are, are you know, really not necessary. If there's doubt about maybe one or more or how serious the allergy could be, then one can do allergy tests. And it involves there are blood tests that one can do and also the skin prick testing, where we actually prick the skin, put an allergy, uh, allergen there and see the reaction on the, directly on the skin and mm. identify the particular allergy. Mm. Are there allergies, allergens that are um, life-threatening? Yes, yes, bees, bee stings uh. in particular. Peanuts can also, but I think bees, bee stings are probably right up there. They can cause what we call an anaphylactic reaction where there's a compromise of the airway, so patients can uh, unable to breathe because every, there's so much swelling and the airway is compromised so they can't uh, get air down. Um, and it can cause shock. It can cause drop in blood pressure. It can cause uh, what we call a collapse of the circulatory system. And in those cases, therefore, we advise patients to carry what we call um, an, uh, um, uh, it's called an EpiPen. So mm. the type of ep, uh, um, adrenaline, epinephrine, that they can carry. It's a pen that you carry in your pocket 
so that if there is a sudden exposure to it, a bee sting, for instance, they just take it out, unclip it, and uh, inject it into the thigh. Mm. And that will reverse the allergic reaction. So, so those are very, very important, the life-threatening ones. And then at which point do I need to see a doctor? Yeah, so if, I think it's important that if you, if you correctly identify that you are allergic and you uh, take antihistamines, whether it's over-the-counter antihistamines, but there's no improvement, or if, there's, uh, um, if, you, if, you, if your chest closes up, if, you're, if you battle with breathing, if you think you may have asthma, because asthma and allergic rhinitis often go hand in hand. Mm. So if there's bad cough, wheezing, tightness, shortness of breath, that's important that one sees a doctor. So it can, you can start off with a simple thing, confirm the diagnosis, see a doctor. To confirm the type of allergy and the allergen, the trigger, can, you can see a doctor. Or no response or poor response to treatment, see a doctor. And if there's a question of query asthma as well, see a doctor. And if you're scared of an, a fatal allergic reaction, make sure you are under the care of a doctor. All right, Dr. Marlon McKay, for those who would like to get in touch with you, how can they do so? Um, my office number is at Goldman Medical Center, 011-672-3057. Dr. Marlon McKay, I'm going to let you go because during this conversation, suddenly the roof of my mouth started to itch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's when you have these types of conversations. Everything goes wrong. Exactly. <laughs> Dr. McKay, thank you so much for your time this morning. Have a lovely day. You're most welcome. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Dr. Marlon McKay, General Health Practitioner, speaking to us all things allergens. If you'd like to get in touch with him, 011-672-3057. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.